0: Hi, welcome to Marvelous Mysteries, the podcast. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Jaden. And we're going to share our mysteries that we prepared for you this week and icebreakers. But we will start with icebreakers as normal. Sorry, I'm just to get... Yeah, no, you're fine. I'm <laughs> like pushing you. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one I found is, do you like or dislike surprises?
1: Why or why no, I not. I guess I don't really care. I feel like, I mean, I've had like surprises before and I've liked them, but I feel like for me, like if someone were to surprise me... Like, they would, like, I don't, I'm trying to give an example. <laughs> that would like, be, would, like, one that you, I wouldn't enjoy, but. Would you like a surprise party? I feel like that would be okay. Like, I kind of had that when I was younger, like, my family, but they would just be like, okay, go outside, we're going to decorate for your birthday and come back and <laughs> work. <laughs> like, it wasn't really a surprise. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, every now and then, like, like, I've had, like, my dad before, like, I've come home and, like, from, like, school or work or whatever, and, like, he's, like, had, like, flowers for me. Yeah. Like, while I was gone. Like, you those of like, surprise surprises and like... But, like, I don't really know. Like, I'm trying to think of an example that, like, I would really hate if it were to happen. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm really trying to think. I guess I agree
0: with you. I like surprise gifts. I like, I think I would like a surprise party for the most part. Um, But I almost like, I'm inclined to say no, I don't like surprises for some reason. And I think it's because I don't like, like... I mean, I guess I don't like being surprised with like bad news, but I like being surprised right. with good things, like <laughs> yeah. like surprise gifts or whatever. But I don't like waiting, like before like Isaac's been like, oh, like here, like I have gifts for you for your birthday, which is a surprise, but then I have to wait for them. So I don't like waiting for, but I guess it's just waiting for things. Yeah. But and I'm bad at surprising other people. Like I don't, I like to give them their like gifts for Christmas like months in advance. If I oh, got really? them, like as soon as they get the thing, I want to give it to them or whatever. Mm. I don't like waiting for that to surprise others, yeah. I guess. Um, okay, then what's the last book that you read?
1: Um, uh, It was the first book in the Narnia series. Or I, I guess it's not technically the first book, but it's like The Magician's Nephew. Okay. Yep, that's it. Do well, you <laughs> want to explain what it's about, if you don't? They, if no one knows about it. Yeah. Um, It's just about, it's kind of like the, the the prequel to, like, the Narnia series, and so it talks about how Narnia and, like, the whole lamppost thing was invented, or, like, mm-hmm. made up. So it's about, like, this little boy named, I think his name was Diggory. Mm-hmm. And, like, he and, like, his friend, he, comes with, he comes with friends with this girl, and, like, they end up finding, like, out that, like, his uncle's trying to, like, he, like, his uncle made these magic rings, like, go to different worlds, mm-hmm. and, like, that's how they get to Narnia and before, like, the... You know, like, how the line the Witch, and the Wardrobe has, like, yeah. the wardrobe that they go through? Yeah. And in this case, it's like, it's the rings at first that get them to and from, like, Narnia and this okay. other place where they find the White Witch. But... And then, yeah, like, near the end and stuff like that, it kind of, like, shows, like, Narnia being created and, like, you okay. meet Aslan and... Like that.
0: Okay. The last book I read was called Don't Look For Me. It was, like, a Christmas gift by... So it was really nice to my mom. Um, <laughs> but, like, so I... I gave her a list of, like, all the stuff I wanted. Like, there's, like, t- ten books, and I showed you them. There's, like, a bunch of books. And yeah. I put them, like, in an Amazon cart, and I was like, like, all the stuff that I kind of had on a wish list, I put in a cart for my mom, thinking she would just, like, choose from it. And she... Oops, I just unplugged I my charger. Um, thank you. And she got me all of them, <laughs> which is very nice of her, but she was like, do you want all these books? I feel like I was, like, on crack or something when I got them. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm good, because I like books, and I, I'm... More and more I don't know what to get myself for Christmas, but um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not like a super, like, I don't know, like, um, deep, like, classic thing, but it's like an easy read and really nice. It's like about, and I really enjoyed it, it was like about, um, this mom who, um, goes, she goes missing, um, she's like held captive in this house. And it's that point of view. It's, like, over the span of two weeks, it's the mom's point of view from being captured. And then her daughter, who's, like, trying to find her. Because everyone thinks that um, there's a note left. So they think that the mom just, like, left the family, basically. Um, But the daughter kind of thinks she's trying to find her. Even if she did leave the family. Like, she just left her husband and kids and stuff. Because she's, like, I just want to know why she left or whatever, even. So, but it's good. It's, like, a psychological thriller there's a twist at the end of who our captor is blah 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 you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing i liked it though Is it like
1: i read it in like two days so i need to reading more also i feel like just from those two examples you can tell how different our days are <laughs> i like
0: i like books like that especially when i want to just read something in a day um yeah. like because usually they're relatively easy reads for me I haven't read, like, I have some more that are going to be harder, I think. Like, I have this, um, I have, like, a Stephen King book, and usually those are just, like, a little bit, like, you need to pay attention more, you know, but, um, but I think he's a good writer. I've liked all the books I've read by him, but, um, yeah. Anyways, um, the last question is, so do you believe in aliens or, like, life on other planets? Do I believe in other ones? Um, like not necessarily green people, you know, but just like other beings, other beings somewhere in the universe.
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, yes and no, because, like, I don't know. Like, do you really think that Earth is the only place that has living people on it? Like, yeah,
0: and they don't like aliens. Obviously, just like we would be the aliens to them. So I think I do because, like,
1: I mean, I I really sorry.
0: No, you're fine. It's hard for me to buy that we're the only planet in the entire universe. Like, not just our solar system, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, has, be- like,
1: the right atmosphere and, for like, life. everything like that.
0: exactly. I think there's definitely something else. It might not be another human race. It might be, like, I don't know, something. But even just, like, technically, life would be just, like, plants on other planets or, like, something that's alive. So I, I do. Somewhere in the universe, there's probably something, you know?
1: Yeah. And the fact that I feel like there has been, like, way... I thought, I don't, the jacket caught a weird, like, angle in my it's like, profile. I was like, what was that? It's a man. <laughs> um. I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say, like, I just feel like there's also been so many, like, coincidences and things like that that yeah. people are like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that wasn't, like, something unexplainable, like, like you know, like NASA rivers or whoever, is it NASA? that, that usually tries to, like, cover that stuff up, or is it someone else?
0: The, like, Area 51 kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I feel like it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, Yeah, they might know. know.
0: I saw, <laughs> there's a thing where, like, like, Obama, like, he was on, like, Jimmy Fallon or whatever, and yeah. he's like, so are there aliens or whatever? He's like, I cannot say, like, yes or no. I'm literally, like, and the guy's like, so there are, like, joking. He's like, I'm just literally not allowed to say, like, if there <laughs> are or not. Like, I can't say either way. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> that makes me think there are, but he just probably can't say anything. Because it would
1: start too much I can't remember stuff. if he
0: was, during the interview, if he was the president at the time or if it was after. hmm But, um, but yeah, so he can't say either way. So I kind of, I think so. I, it's hard for me to believe that, like, there's, like, we're the only ones. Yeah. In the whole universe, not just, like, our solar system. So, that's it. Okay, let's do um, mysteries. Did I go first last time or did you? I feel like I did.
1: I don't remember. I think you might have. So you go yes. first. I think so. Yeah, cuz I think I was talking about the the lizard people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mine is about the drop dropa or dropa stones. I think it might be dropa stones. Okay. Um And so I think the whole thing is like whether they're actually like a fact or fiction kind of dealio. I don't know. Um, so the drop stones are said to be, uh, a set of 716 circular stone discs dating back, uh, 12,000 years on which tiny hier- hieroglyphic, like, markings can be found. Okay, I need water. Just give me a moment. <laughs> is this is, like, the- isn't this the plot of, like, Avengers? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's stones in that. <laughs> yeah, but-
1: Obviously, I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, each disc is said to be or is said to measure up to a foot in diameter and carry two grooves or originating from a hole in their center in the form of a double spiral. So the discovery of the mysterious discs apparently took place in 1938 in the mountains of Bayan Karaula, I feel like I definitely said that wrong, on the border between China and Tibet, where Chinese pers- oh my gosh, Chinese professor Chi Detected regularly aligned rows of grooves. Uh, The skeletons measured only around four feet in height and had skulls. Oh, that's rows of grooves? Graves. Sorry. Graves. (laughs) It's very different meaning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So he found rows of graves. Um, The skeletons measured only around four feet in height and had skulls, which were large and overdeveloped. Um, inside a nearby cave system Chipute and his team found interesting rock art with de- which depicted figures with round helmets. Engraved in the rock were also the sun, moon, earth, and stars connected by groups of pea-sized dots. Further inside the cave, the team found the collection of stone disks, uh, most of them half-buried in the floor of the cave. Um, so that's a bit of background. Okay. So for the next two decades, um, it's believed that the discs were labeled and stored at Beijing University before being given to Sum Um Nui, I think that's how I say it, for study in 1958. Sum Um Nui allegedly managed to decipher the hieroglyphic characters after four years of study, which he claimed told the story of a spacecraft that crash-landed in the area of the cave and that the ship contained the Dropa people. One of the discs apparently said the following, the Dropa came down from the clouds in their aircraft men women and children hid in the caves ten times before sunrise when at last we understood the sign the sign language of the dropas we we realized that the newcomers had peaceful intentions. Sumu Nui is said to have published his findings um, 1962 in a professional journal um, and was subsequently ridiculed and met with disbelief shortly after he or shortly afterwards um, he is said to have gone to Japan in a self-imposed exile where he died not long after he completed the manuscript of his work we just talked about aliens too yeah <laughs> um so this uh next part is about the russian involvement okay so in 1968 the drop of stones were uh, apparently came to the attention of w satesu i think <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm not sure a russian scientist who republished the findings of Nui. um and conducted tests on the disc that revealed some very peculiar pr- properties. Uh, physically, the granite stones contained high concentrations of cobalt and other metals. A very hard stone indeed that would have made it difficult for the primitive people to carve the lettering, um, especially with such m- minute characters. Um, as recorded in the Soviet magazine Sputnik, when tested, when testing a device with an oscillograph, a <laughs> uh, okay. surprising. Um, Oscillation rhythm was recorded as if the scientists said they had once been electrically charged or had functioned as electrical conductors. Um. So the next, oh, whoops, the next part about an Austrian engineer. So his name is Ernst Weg Wegener. I don't know. They keep saying like I think alternate spellings in the parentheses, so I'm just gonna say what that is. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can kind of pronounce those parts. Yeah. Um. So he was an Austrian. Engineer who in 1974 visited the Banpo Museum in oh my gosh, Zhejiang Province. I think that's wrong. Uh, where he was able to see two of the droppa stones. Um, it said that when he inquired about the disks, the manager did not provide him with any information, but allowed him to photograph them. He claimed that in his photographs or in his photos, the hieroglyphs cannot be seen as they have been hidden by the flash from the camera and has and have also deteriorated. Um, in 1994, the German scientist Hartwig Hausdorff and, and colleague Peter Krause are said to have visited China and the Banpo Museum in Xi'an in 1994, uh, where, they, where they were told that the director superiors had ordered the disk destroyed and that officially they do not, not recognize their existence. Hausdorff found out that the Chinese government do not have any official record of a tribe called Dropa neither in the local area of Qinghai or whatsoever in China. So now they're just, like, ignoring the entire existence of these stones. Okay. Um, so the next part is about how, if any of the Dropa people have survived. I also still hope I'm saying that word right. There's only one P, which is why I'm saying Dropa, not Dropa. Yeah. But anyways. Um, at the time of the discovery, the cave area was still inhabited by two tribes known as the Hams and the Dropas. Anthropologists have apparently been a- unable to categorize either tribe in any other into any other known race. Um, they are either Chinese, Mongol nor did I say neither 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 Chinese, Mongol nor Tibetan. Uh, they are yellow skinned with thin bodies and dispor- disproportionately large heads corresponding to the skeletal remains found in the caves in 1938. They have sparse hair on their bodies, have large eyes and their height measures between three six and four seven with an average height of 4'2". Hmm. Uh, so the next part is about controversies. So the Dropa Stones are immersed in a controversy with many claiming that it is nothing but a hoax. Among the arguments against their existence are the following. It has been claimed that this that Sum Nui is not a real Chinese name. There is no mention of him in China outside of his connection to the Dropa Stones. According to Dropa enthusiast Hartwig Hausdorf. Sum Nui is a former Japanese name but adapted into Adapted to the Chinese language, uh, the vast majority of names and sources cannot be corro- corroborated. corroborated. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, such trouble saying that word. Um, Oops. Uh, into or and existence to the Soviet or Chinese scholars cannot be found. While reported to a tribe of people with pygmy stature, the real Dropos are said to be nomadic herders who inhabited who inhabit most of the northern Tibetan plateau and who have regular height. Uh, the only photos of the stone disks do not show any evidence of the hieroglyphs and display a similarity to bi disks, which are round j disks dating to, gosh, dating to around 3000 B.C. common in the Shaanxi province. Um, it seems unlikely that a scholar was able to, to decipher and understand a completely unknown language in four years. Deciphering ancient writer- writings has usually taken decades for multiple teams of expert linguists. And this even, this is even when they can be linked to another known language. Okay. Um, the stone discs were said to have been stored in various museums across China. However, none of these museums have any records or traces of dropa stones ever being there. And so people are like wondering, like if the dropa stones, um, in the story are just part of a elaborate hoax or just a story, or, um, were hundreds of disks with evidence of extra, extraterrestrial vis- visitation, I can't speak, <laughs> to Earth really discovered and the, were the facts surrounding the case covered up. Okay. Um, I think that's it for the most part, so I, I have, like, another article, but I think it just is the, about the same information, maybe, okay. like, a little more in depth,
0: but yeah. Interesting. Um. It's like I'm watching, like, the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, scandalous. Or, not scandalous, but, like, yeah, yeah, conspiracy. I, I used to watch that a lot when I was little. That's all my mom I feel like on. I
1: used to watch that a lot, too. I, I can't really stand it now for some reason, because I think sometimes they're a bit slow. And I'm like, huh. I used <laughs> to watch it when
0: I was little. I think my mom would only let us watch certain things. Or it must have been freaks. we didn't have cable. You know, something like that, because we didn't have cable for a long time. Right. So, I don't know why. I think my mom, my mom very, loves history and stuff. Like... So, I think that was part of it. It's something she could stand. Yeah.
1: So, yeah it's educational.
0: Yeah, at least it's, like, <laughs> something educational. And she also hated a lot of the kids' shows, I think. Like, Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, That is interesting and
1: cool. Yeah. Been... I
0: thought... Isn't the whole point of Avengers, though? Like, those stones? Yeah, the Infinity
1: Stones, but they're... Bit- Different. They were just made from the universe, whatever, I think, like, they weren't necessarily... Maybe these are... My coworker and I had a very long conversation about where all the stupidity stones came from. It was, was like, an hour-long conversation of us, like, locating where each one came from and then, like, what they did exactly.
0: I've offered to watch all... I saw the first adventures in the theaters, like, with my friends in seventh grade, but I just, like, chatted the whole time. Because I was just, like, going to see... hang out with my friends. Yeah. And so I don't know what happened, honestly, but, like, I haven't seen a lot of the Marvel movies because I'm not, like, I don't like, I don't like action movies that much. And then just, like, I, d- I never had an interest, but I offered to watch all of them because Isaac likes them and stuff,
1: but... I say they're on Disney Plus, so... Yeah, I know. So maybe someday I'll watch them all. I can all. give you the list that people have made of, like, if you want to go exactly in, like, chronological... <laughs> Disney
0: Plus has, a, like, a way you can
1: watch them yeah, in, like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, it's, the like... time a... period yep. order, Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, like, not... I don't think it's in order of when they came out, but, like, the... It's, like, Captain America's first, I think. Yeah, first but. Captain
1: America. It was, like, Captain Marvel. I think another you know, like Captain America. Yeah. Mm.
0: But, I don't know. So far, I haven't liked any of them as much as I liked Wonder Woman, so... That's okay. But
1: I, I like Marvel more than DC.
0: <laughs> I just, like... I didn't ever any other DC movie, but I just liked that one.
1: Yeah. That's the only I mean, one I think
0: I've seen. I think out of... You know,
1: we're getting off track for a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say that I think... Out of all the DC movies, that was one of the more better ones. I would say like Aquaman wasn't awful. I didn't see that, but I definitely prefer Marvel. Yeah, over I DC. just liked. I was like, yes, Queen,
0: like because she was like fighting all those men. I was like, thank you. But, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> um. Okay, so mine is medical thing, so it gets explained medical jargon again. So I don't know if this is correct because I don't know anything about the medical <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so this is called, the living, it's the Living Statues or Encephalitis lethargia, Lethargica. Okay, so in the winter of 1916 to 1917, a new illness suddenly appeared in Vienna and in other cities and rapidly spe- spread worldwide over the next three years. Early reports appeared throughout Europe as early as the winter of 1915 and 1916, but communication about the disease was slow and chaotic, Given, um, like, the varied, like, how the symptoms were, they were so, like, different. And it was just difficult to spread information because it was during the war. Um, so, until Constantine von Ec- Economo, Econo- Econo- <laughs> Econo- sorry, I had just sounded out. I, like, looked these up before because I did this on Sunday, but then I forgot, obviously. He identified a unique pattern of damage among the brain of the deceased patient's and introduced the unifying name of encephalitis lethargic. lethargica, I think. Um, reports of the protein disease came under a, ro- a range of names. Just 10 days before his breakthrough in Vienna, Jean- Jean-René Crochet described 40 cases of subacute encephalomyelitis. I don't know, I'm so sorry, <laughs> okay. in France. So he, old, found, he found the same disease, called it something different okay. in France. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a different form of this called just encephalitis, which is inflammation of the brain. This is also known as sleeping sickness or sleepy sickness. I don't know what's different about this. I think it's somehow, like, he said, like, the damage of the brain. Okay. Um, so a number of people are infected in t- the 10 years of the pandemic, which now is, like, Oh, now, no. every time I hear that oh, word, no. I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> um, is known, but um, but it's estimated more than 1 million people contracted the disease and caused more than 500,000 deaths. Um, the disease was assumed to be most harmful between October of 1918 and January of 1919, um, but the pandemic disappeared in 1927, like very abruptly, as abruptly as it almost started. It says... So, here are the symptoms. So, the disease attacks the brain, leaving some statue in a statue-like condition, speechless and motionless. So, this is like a quote from someone I found. So, it said, they would be conscious and aware, yet not fully awake. They would sit motionless and speechless all day oh, in their chairs, that. totally lacking energy, initiative, motivation, appetite, effect, or desire. They would register, which was around them, without active attention or... They were just, like, had a lot of... They were just super indifferent. They neither conveyed nor felt the feeling of life. They were insubstantial, as insubstantial as ghosts and as passive as zombies. No reoccurrence of the pandemic has ever been a- reported. Oh, but, like, though sometimes isolated cases do occur. So, like, this never happened really again.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a nightmare.
0: Have you ever read? There's, like... I think it's, like, a short... Like story or something. I don't know who it's by. I want to say Stephen King, but it might just be fake. Like it's about a guy that has that, but he's being like has an autopsy happening to him, but he's completely oh, aware and can feel that. everything. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, and mm. <laughs> it's like the people that were sleeping in their graves, so they did oh, the bells.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, Sorry, <laughs> Go ahead. it makes me super anxious too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so okay, so the character this is characterized by high fever, sore throat, headache, lethargy. Lethargy. Double vision, delayed physical and mental response, sleep inversion, and catatonia. In several cases, patients entered a coma-like state. Um, they also experienced abnormal eye movements. Um, Parkinson's, Parkinsonism, upper body weakness, muscular play- pains, tremors, neck rigidity, and behavioral changes, including psychosis. Um, and sometimes a vocal tick is also present. Um, so... Many surviving patients seem to make a complete recovery and return to their normal lives. However, the majority of survivors develop neurological or psych- psychiatric disorders. Often, after years or decades of seeming perfect health, um, the post-encephalitic syndromes varied widely. Sometimes they proceeded rapid... rapidly. That was kind of a word sentence, sorry. Sometimes it, it, like, happened re- really quick, um, and led to, like, a disability or death. Sometimes the, um, post-symptoms were really slow. Um, sometimes they, like, came, they came to a certain point, then stayed at this point for years, decades even, and sometimes, um, their initial, like, symptoms, like, came back and then disappeared. So then there's also postencephalitic encephalitic Parkinson's, which Parkinson's is like the generation of the nerve cells, which leads to Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. That's the most widely recognized symptom um, of this. So there's a bunch of theories about this disease. Um, the German neuro- neurologist Felix Stern, who examined hundreds of the patients during the 1920s, pointed out that... Um, The disease typically evolved over time. The early symptoms would be sleepiness or wakefulness. The second symptom would be to... um, Ocular... Ocular crisis, which is a reaction to certain drugs or medical conditions characterized by a prolonged involuntary upward deviation of their eyes. So I think they just are like looking up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So the third symptom would be recovery followed by the Parkinson's-like symptoms. Sorry, I'm just grabbing water. Um, If the patients of Stern followed this disease, he diagnosed them with encephalitis lethargica. Um, He suspected it was kind of without evidence, that it was similar to polio, Um, and he experienced experimented with convalescent ser- serum, which is just, like, a vaccine, basically. Um, of the survivors with the first acute syndrome, he vaccinated patients with early-stage symptoms, telling them it might be successful, which, like, that's just funny that he's just like, we'll just try this. Like, it,
1: it, it might work. Yeah, like, today, <laughs>
0: that's like, like, the FDA regulates all that. Like, you have to get a lot yeah. of approval. <laughs> like, um, But it was the 1910s. <laughs> yeah. Um. So EL is what it's referred to and it's easier to say was an acute um, this is one of the theories it's an acute form of the focal encephalitis caused by a neurotic virus with epidemiology compared to polio Um, they described EEL as a prodrome or of fever pharyngitis and seemingly random occurrences which are all similar to polio, polio but polio has a different season um, they thought transmission of EL was um like respiratory or in intentric, which is the intestines. So I don't know about okay. like I guess you just whatever. Um, though they would never found the route of the virus. Um, although in the early nineteen fifties, there are many technical constraints surrounding the. I think that the nineteen fifties. This is when they started testing. Mm-hmm. There are many constraints surrounding the virus tissue culture and the belief that polio was exclusively nootropic delayed the vitro isolation of the virus until 1949. By then, the epidemic was over, so they didn't even get to... I don't know what that means, necessarily, but I think it means, like, they couldn't do anything until 1949, and by Mm -hmm. then, like, no one really had this disease, so they couldn't study it very much. So another theory was that it was due to an activation of the human virus um, on an attack of influenza or some other acute insult um so they think like basically it's like when your body attacks the influenza or the flu during the time because it's also kind of around um the flu epidemic I believe so like um they thought it was like some side effect of like your body attacking and trying to fight off the flu um yeah so then uh, I kind of explain that um okay so they thought in 1918 the idea was drew further support from the recognition in the 1920s of post vaccine and post measles encephalitis um however both of these had an incubation period of less than two weeks whereas the interval of the onset el um was more longer and more viable so i'm not saying i don't know what that means honestly but like i think it like they were thinking it was like side effect to measles or the flu Like, but those only have an incubation period of two weeks, so maybe they can only last your body two weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so the next one is that it was a post streptococcal illness, which I think is just like strep throat. Um, it has an analogy with Cytum's Cora, Coria, Coria, sorry. Um, and that disease presents one to four weeks after a. Rheumatic feet with involuntary movements, comparable to EL. Um, So between 1919 and 1920, several people isolated, like, I can't even say this. It's like a strain, I think, from EL patients. They had this strain of whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one is that it was not infectious. It was just a condition due to some sort of toxic toxin or dietary lack of something. So because of due to the war. A lot of people didn't have all the vitamins they needed or like got to whatever like they didn't have the correct diet diets but the problem with that one is that um it didn't spare the privileged class or whatever so like that means that it can't be only related to a vitamin or a dietary deficiency mm-hmm. although i mean maybe there's something in the water so i don't know
1: that like some people yeah did. Also, i was like you see it being like a, more of like a toxic yeah thing like thing there's
0: something that. in the water or in the
1: Anything in air. the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, <literally> there's anything,
0: because <laughs> anything, there's no regulations, or, like, they didn't know anything, you know, and that's, right. like, I think that's around the time, too, when, like, like, they just, like, kept expanding cities and stuff, mm-hmm. but with no, like, idea about the environment and, like, the causes it would have. Um, okay, so then the last one is that it's just a rag bag diagnosis, which basically means, like, um, in, uh, like... It's just whatever. Like, these people didn't necessarily have all the same thing even, or they did, but it's, like, something else. Um, There has never been, like, any sort of test for it. Royal free disease or chronic fatigue syndrome might have been categorized as EL, which is, like, another disease. It could be, like, something else. Like, basically, it could have been just nothing. Like, it was something else, or it's like, just a coincidence that all these people had, like, the same thing or... Maybe it was mental illness, or maybe it was, like, something else. Like, it's just, like, they put a name to something that didn't need a name, possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so, like, the the weird, like, movements and stuff of people could have been just hysteria. And, like, that could be it. Because, like, I mean, you can find patterns in anything, right? So, like, but I don't know. I mean, it seemed to be, like, these doctors had several people infected by something very similar, but seems like there's stuff now that's similar to this, and the, no, it's not this, so. Right. I still don't know the difference between that and, like, that thing that I told you about with the autopsy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just, like, a
0: story or whatever. But I think the 1800s thing was, like, I think there's like, no way to tell if someone was alive. Like, they're just, like, really still or, like, their heart's not beating, but there's no electronics to actually tell or, like, right. brainwave
1: thingies I mean, or... Oh, that'd be so awful to, like... Uh, I don't like that that thought, but I'm like Yeah, I know. But isn't there like I don't know what it's called, but I mean there is kind of like a paralyzing kind of thing that like mm-hmm. some people co- go through especially if they have like a traumatic experience, right, where like they don't really Yeah know what's happening around them. There's very
0: like Like the catatonic. Zoned off. Yeah. 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 So it could be like hysteria or like I don't know, I don't want to say hysteria. Sorry, I dropped the I'm pulling. Um but like some sort of mental like, I mean, the war was going on, so it, there, and by then, at that time, too, there's no such thing as post-traumatic stress disorder. Or right. Really any sort of mental illness, like, standards. Um, so it could be something like that. I don't know. But yeah, it was just, like, hmm. interesting, I guess. So, yeah, that's all I have.
1: I was gonna say something. I forgot. <laughs> I was going so, so, um... But yeah, yeah. Thanks I think, for listening. But... Yeah, thank
0: you for listening. This is gonna be the last week that we do weekly of mysteries. Marvely, Marvelous
1: Mysteries. Um, it's just well, we're gonna keep posting, but we're gonna start like a new category, I guess, or like a, a topic. Another podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be the same the same channel, right? No, it's different. Oh, a different channel. Yeah, like, you wanna do a different channel, or do you wanna do yeah. the we... same one? Just
0: yeah. I'll explain to you later. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. But we're starting something else um, that will be released every other week. And once we get that figured out, we'll let you guys know if you want to listen to that as well. Um, but we'll be doing this podcast every other week from now on. Yeah. So we'll see you guys uh, a, in two weeks. Two weeks.
1: <laughs> Next week we'll we'll see you with something that. else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, we'll link it and when we get it more fleshed out. But. Yeah, we'll, um, sh- we'll let y'all know when it's more official but thank you so much for listening you can comment like subscribe. subscribe um you can send us questions topics that you want us to like discuss you can our link to our instagram twitter and facebook is in our bio so you can click those um send us a message send us a dm or whatever um and yeah or comment down on youtube so thank you so much for listening